Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. This week, there was a lot of focus on patient and physician hassles with health insurance companies. Recently, the American Medical Association reported a survey that concluded that almost 70% of responding physicians reported that health insurers had either reverted to past prior authorization policies or never relaxed them in the first place. 94% reported care delays while waiting for health insurers to authorize necessary care. And nearly one-third reported that prior authorization requirements have led to a serious adverse event for a patient in their care. To that end, several measures to address aspects of these hassles advanced this week in the New York State Legislature. To begin with, the New York State Senate passed legislation that would limit the ability of the health insurance company to change a prescription formulary during the middle of a policy year or to move a medication to a higher cost prescription coverage tier. The language of the bill has been narrowed from a version that passed both houses a few years ago but was vetoed by the governor. The new version would permit health insurers to make these formulary or tier changes but prevent these formulary changes from applying to patients already on the medications at the start of the policy year. This seems like a fair balance to provide health insurance flexibility to respond to rising drug prices, but not have the adverse impact fall upon a consumer who may have picked that health insurance plan based upon the coverage level for a particular prescription medication. The legislation was also favorably reported out of the Assembly Insurance Committee this week, and reported to the Assembly Ways and Means Committee. Also favorably advanced from the Assembly Insurance Committee was legislation that would permit financial assistance from third parties to count towards a patient's deductible and out-of-pocket maximum. These assistance programs are particularly important for patients taking medications to treat or manage a very serious health condition. And it is unfair that some health insurers prevent the application of this assistance to count towards their deductibles. This bill is also on the Senate floor. On both of these bills, MISNI has been working with several patient advocacy groups to support them. An additional bill that was reintroduced this week by Assembly Health Committee Chair Gottfried and Senate Insurance Committee Chair Breslin would take a number of steps to restrict excessive prior authorization hassle. This bill would limit the ability of health insurance companies require subsequent prior authorizations for treatment or medication that has already been prior authorized, as well as reducing the timeframes for a health insurer to respond to a request for prior authorization for a patient's medical. Please remain alert for further requests for grassroots activity on these issues. Many of these topics have also begun to come up in discussions with the Department of Financial Services Administrative Simplification Workgroup that has been meeting since November. Turning to the education front, like I mentioned last week, please put on your calendar Wednesday, May 12th at 7.30 a.m. for our next Veterans Matters CME program, Substance Abuse Disorder in Veterans, with our faculty, Dr. Thomas Medeski. And please also place on your calendar Wednesday, May 26th at 7.30 a.m. for our next Medical Matters CME program, Triage in a Disaster Event, with faculty, Dr. Art Cooper, and Dr. Zachary Hickman. And please also place in your calendar next Wednesday, May 5th, 
at 6 p.m. for a webinar on social media use in medicine. This is not a CME program. It promises to be a very useful program to help physicians and guide physicians in establishing a social media presence. Uh, and the faculty will include Dr. Parag Mehta, Disney's vice president and soon to be president-elect, and Disney counselor, Dr. Dan Choi. So far, it seems like there's been a lot of interest in this program, so don't miss it. Finally, I will note that this weekend, we will see the passing of a torch of MISNI leadership from Dr. Bonnie Litvak to Dr. Joseph Seller. Dr. Litvak served the organization fabulously over an extraordinarily difficult year, participating in countless meetings with legislative leaders and key staff in the governor's office, leading and inspiring enormous physician grassroots activity on the multitude of challenging issues we are facing, and was a persistent presence on news media across the state on physician efforts to respond to the pandemic and to encourage the public to get vaccinated. We now welcome Dr. Joseph Sellers to the Disney President. Dr. Sellers is an internist and pediatrician in Cobaltskill, New York, and has served the society in numerous leadership roles over the last two decades, including numerous roles relating to healthcare legislative advocacy. The society is in good hands. This week, we also say goodbye and a happy retirement to MISNI's Director of Communications and Marketing, Christina Southern, who served MISNI for over two decades, putting out countless daily, weekly, and monthly communications and overseeing MISNI's extensive social media operations, ensuring physicians were informed of the litany of issues, both from government and the private sector, that impact patient care delivery. She will be missed. Thank you again for listening to this podcast and for your continuing support for Disney and County Medical Society. We will speak again next week.